Hello and welcome to the Bones Horror Podcast. This is our episode 84, Friday the 13th from 2009. Tonight we have with us Jess. Hello. Ewan. Hello. Jess froze for a minute then. Larry, Hi. hopefully soon. Yeah, I, I, th- I think you got the timings wrong. I think he's about yeah. to come on. Okay, so <laughs> hopefully Larry will join us soon. Um, what have, we, what have we been up to? Let me tick her off. Um, entertaining week this week. A bit slow on the work front, so I'm just about to change it up a bit. Um, taking on quite a big contract. But yesterday I went to our local festival, which had such great acts as... I thought his name was Tiny Spider, but his name was Titchy Strider. And I did meet him, and he was very small. I can see now why they call him Titchy. He's quite a famous bloke, isn't he? Titchy, he is very, at least he, he was. Is, he was back yeah, he was day. very famous. But obviously, I'm six foot five, and he's about <laughs> five foot. I would say, yeah. um, hence the Titchy name. Um, and he, he was really good, actually. He was only on for about thirty-five minutes, and then they had. It was meant to be Martin Kemp. And his mm. son, but his son didn't turn up. So it was just Martin Kemp, you know, Reggie Cray, Spandau Ballet, all that. Yeah. Um, and he was he just played an hour of 80s hits and DJ'd. It was, it was yeah, it was interesting. Um, but I had a lot of fun, drunk a lot of beer, as you expect. I think I got there at one o'clock and got home about 11. So it was a long day. Uh, but good, yes. I could have been at the Isle of Wight Festival, but no. <laughs> Went to our local Swan Fest. So, what have you guys been up to, Jess? I know you've been uh, at home, haven't you? Just been at home, yeah, work and yeah. then hanging out at home. Chilling. Yeah, just chilling, enjoying the did you, out, did you go out on the lash Friday? Uh, no, I went to my friend's house to go sit in the garden and have some drinks in the sun. Uh, and the guys all decided to have chicken and hot sauce. Oh, nice. uh, which they all immediately regretted because they were all having the hottest sauces ever. So yeah, that's they regretted that great. the next day. <laughs> <laughs> so and I did and not participate. Oh. Um, I'm going to add a Larry to the stream now. So if we can all give him a clap, all right? All right? <laughs> okay. Hey, Larry. Hello, mate. <laughs> You made it. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. This is Larry. We were, we were just getting to that bit of the show, the boring huh? bit where we go, oh, we've been, huh? we've been doing this week. Oh, well, that's and he's jittery as well. Oh, no. He's very jittery as well. He's oh, frozen. Oh, oh, no, he's back. He's, oh. I might mess things oh. up as well. I'm going to add the screen for the... Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, there we go. Oh, there we go. <laughs> he's there frozen we go. like Nothing. a bird. Oh, he's bird. He's like, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> what was that bird film we watched? That was great, wasn't it? Um, Birdemic. Birdemic. Yeah, Birdemic. 
Hopefully, Larry will be back soon when he unfreezes. You and what are you oh. up to? Oh wait, no, there he is. Oh, oh, oh. he was. Oh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I've um. <laughs> so we're all freezing. I hope this isn't me doing this. One of my kids downloading a hundred gigs on it. Nah, Might maybe. well be. They're playing too much Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> um. So this week, I sort of I was suddenly uh struck. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's just commented. Ladies used to call me hot sauce when I'm out on the lash. I can believe that, Dan. <laughs> um, Definitely. So... You had to look up on the what I am what out on the lash meant. Lesson, <laughs> probably. Oh, is that oh, we have a second Larry? We have two Larrys. Let's we have two Larrys. Larry. <laughs> oh no, two Larrys. Hey. It's like that Simpsons episode when they... there, there he is. There he is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. There we go. Back yeah. in the room. <laughs> It's gonna be a funny. Just... It's gonna be a great podcast tonight. So hopefully that sorts it all out. Yeah, I think yeah. Jess needs a reboot as well. Do I? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. Anyway, I sort of like midweek. I was suddenly, um, I suddenly had um, heat exhaustion because it's just oh. been too damn hot in this in this country at the moment. I mean, a lot, a lot of like, uh, there's a lot of reasons to take the piss out of Britons, but towards the up, up towards the top is like the complete inability to deal with hot weather um it has been particularly hot especially um on friday i think friday would like reach like 34 degrees but i went to <laughs> i went to the cinema on the thursday i think when it was like something like 28 and i just hadn't had enough water um and i was just i i i have this thing where i just don't I just don't drink water when I'm about to go to the cinema because I don't want to like have a wee break. I just want to. I just want to watch the entire film from start to finish. But <laughs> but the bad the bad thing with that is that you know it's really bad health wise apparently. Um, so I came back from the cinema um, from a particularly bad film, which I'll talk about later. Um, just completely sort of dazed and confused and just sort of just instinctually just go going like back home and just kind of like. It's weird because I've never had heat exhaustion before or anything like that. So it was like a mysterious sort of like sickness that I had. And I was like, oh, is this is this how it all ends? You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm very melodramatic in my head. <laughs> so I'm yeah. just sort of like, oh, God. Um, and then just like threw off a few times and then just recovered afterwards, um, the day afterwards. Uh, and I'm feeling better now. But yeah, so that was, <laughs> that was a bit shit. But a um, little bit yeah. of sun in Britain and everyone's nearly dead. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so there we go. Yeah, Larry, what have you been up to? Uh, watching. I so me and my dad been have been binge watching Stranger Things from season one because he's okay. never seen any of it. So we've literally we've got one more episode of, of number four to go awesome. again. Um, and then yeah, as we were watching it, uh, the. The only thing I've been up to is I think I bombarded you in at one a.m. in the morning with lots so of theories. With lo <laughs> that was so funny because I was I was basically like nodding off to sleep, and uh, Lawrence at this point was just wired and just sort of like <laughs> just giving me like video after video of various theories that he had. And I was I, I was oh, wow. laughing. This is I just thought it was great. I was it, like, yeah, okay, I could do that. Like <laughs> <laughs> They're good. Th I, I hope that they come true. But like we where we had been watching the like the episodes i just sat there and was like oh you know like when you're just thinking about it and you yeah. can't you don't know where to put that so i was just like you and it's going to you i was like video <laughs> video video <Yeah. laughs> 
<laughs> I think I sent about ten or twelve. Yeah, videos, somewhere. I think something it was about like ten. That. Yeah, yeah. All with different theories for volume two of season four. Yeah. So oh, <laughs> your eyes were like so wide. <laughs> I know. I know. I was really like, "Whoa, this is this is <laughs> this is what's gonna happen." Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, oh, nice. Wow. Productive. I've not seen series three or four, so I am saving them. Plus, I don't have Netflix at the moment, which is a bit annoying. But um, I will get round mm. to it. So, shall we it's talk about this Friday the Thirteenth from two thousand and nine? Sure. A group of young adults visit a boarded-up campsite named Crystal Lake, where they soon encounter the mysterious Jason Voorhees and his deadly intentions. Um, had any of you seen this before? I had no. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Have you have you seen the original Friday the Thirteenth, Jess? No. Okay. You in? Well, I, I I well I had seen the first one a few years ago. I had okay. very little memory of it, and I watched the next two, so part two and part three, okay. um, in the week leading up to this one. Oh, um, right, right. So you got a bit of you understand the transition context, between a, yeah. a bag on your head. To, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Was it a bag on his head or was it? <laughs> in the second one, it's a bag on his head, and then yeah. in the third one, he evolves yeah, to the as, there's, Yeah. So it's directed by Marcus Nispel. I think he did the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. Yeah. Um, so the 2003 remake. Yeah. yeah. So he did that, and then they gave him this. Um, starred. Oh, God. I'm not even going to say. It starred someone as Clay, because I can't read my writing. Danielle Padalecki, I think. Yeah, yeah Padalecki. Yeah. Daniela Panvecker as Jenna and Derek Mears as Jason. Um, budget was $19 million with a box office of $92 million, so quite successful. Um, and what do you think of the Rotten Tomato score? Jess? I saw it because it was, well... Okay, so you know around what it was. Okay, you and any ideas if you look because this is the only bit of fun I get in this podcast now. Asking you you guys and Dan's hot pick, obviously. It's funny because on the on the on like like the Amazon Prime thing, um, they give a the Amazon rating and the IMDb rating. Is there an Amazon rating? Yeah, from like people who rate it. Um, okay. when they've seen it. I think it was rated something stupidly like four and a half stars out of five or something like oh. that. Um, I think IMDB went for considerably lower, something in the six point something. Um, so maybe maybe it scraped 50%. I was going to say that as well. I'm thinking in the 50s. I gave it 26, Ron. Because <laughs> I... I, oh, I, I, I would have I would have it a lot higher. I really enjoyed this film actually, and I'll I'll go into why in a bit. Um it's right up my street. There's not much to misunderstand, is there? So, you know, I, I got this. I, I you know, maybe, maybe Larry can give me his version. Um but <laughs> I think I got this film. I think I've got it. So uh, obviously Dan's put on here in the group chat. Jace is my Jason's my go-to guy. He loves Friday the 13th, I think. But we all do, don't we? The, orig- I, the originals. I I I, I do. Yeah. <laughs> Still even yeah. with me. I'm not I'm not a, and, I, 
Yeah. Jason <laughs> Ryzen is very good as well. Um, that was the, was that the on fan made one? Yeah. Was that the fan made yeah. one? They yeah. did pretty well, to be fair, on that one. I don't know if it's the same director that did the the one, the writer I know who was in, um, the kind of Nightmare on Elm Street one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it might be the same director. I've got a funny Possibly. Feeling. Possibly. Yeah. If, it, if it is, it kind of makes sense because they kind yeah. of have a similar vibe to them both. It's called Up All Night, Dan, if you haven't seen it. It's on YouTube, Up All Night. Um, I know the the main character quite well. But have, have, a, have a watch. Um, I'm going to tell you what I liked about this. Okay. The character Brie. I wanted more character development from her, and I wanted to see a lot more. I thought which, she was. So, which one was Brie? She was the first. She was the one that kind of was sleeping with Trent, the horrible lad. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I wanted more character development there. I thought I enjoyed the character. Killed off two weeks. Oh, she was shot, wasn't she? By, was she shot by Trent through the door? She, Not by was, Trent. she was already dead. Yeah, she was already dead yeah. by Jason. Was she, was yeah. she already yeah, she dead? Yeah, I thought yeah. He sh- he she did was shoot. like attached to the back of the door. Like yeah, was, Jason, like kind of like. I didn't know if he had left her like injured, and she'd fallen down because she was blocking the door, and then he shot through the door, and I, I was, well, maybe there is some confusion in this for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay, this changes things, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> A bit more technical than I thought. Well done, director. Um. I liked some of the kills, right? I love that one where he's impaled on the back of the truck. I think that is amazing. What what a kill. Sticking him on there. And he drives off with him on there, didn't he? So, uh, yeah. I want to see more of good. that guy, the old man. Yeah. Oh, There's okay. Pop, like, pop he clearly knows character. what's going on. He, he, he knew <laughs> what was going on, but he was, he was... Did he get killed? No, he did drive off, didn't he? Yeah, he just drove yeah. up. Yeah, I don't yeah. know where he went. He could have called the body. police. He could have called the police, but apparently only one police officer works yeah. in that in that general area. So. One, one police officer gets called to a homicide, goes to check it out, and then when he doesn't return or call anyone back, no one goes out. <laughs> yeah. now, I saw... Yeah. There's a deleted scene. <laughs> there were some deleted scenes I've seen, and there is a couple of police. I don't know. I don't think you saw that in that film. And I saw the extended version. Did you watch that? No, I think I watched the yeah. regular one. Um. Now, just in the Jason, he seems to have been doing okay for himself. He seemed to, in the tunnel, he'd wired it all up. So he's obviously done maybe an electrician's course or something along those lines. Because there was lots of lights and there was, it was all, you know, like he'd been living there. I don't know what he'd been eating and things. There's all these questions running through my head. Um, but how he'd got he got on all that time. He does what he has a like a shrine, a shrine yeah, to, to, to his, his, his mum. He was very different, his mum, to the uh original. And also, mm. he did keep that woman, didn't he? It was the first time I'd ever seen him keep someone alive. Well, because she thought he thought it was his mum. Is that right? Yeah, well, yeah, kind of. I mean, it's yeah, in terms of that long, anyway. I mean, it was sort of um, because again, this film. I, I read about later and it kind of makes sense in that in that they try and compress the fir- the original the f- first original the first four original movies into into yeah. one basically into that like, first half isn't it yeah like, yeah they try desperately to just go through like first one's the mum second one's the bag 
third yeah. one we're, we're on exactly. to the mask and i think i i think i read that the um her him keeping her down there is a kind of a nod to part two where mm. jason gets confused when he thinks that the girl is his mum and the mum yeah. the girl's trying to pretend to be a mum so it's a kind of a nod to that i think yeah okay that makes more sense now so i didn't think about it as hard as i probably should have you know, but you know, but, there but you go. I, I, I kind of empathize with that to be honest, because I, I was watching it and I was, I was trying to go and keep in mind, I'd watched part two and three before, like, you know, days before watching this yeah. one. Um, I was see, I was watching this. I was like, why is she keeping her alive? And, or why is he keeping her alive? Um, <coughs> and it's apparent, apparently, it's because she, she has the um locket with the mother's face in it and apparently this girl resembles the, the mother yeah. and that's why he gets yeah. but i yeah. actually didn't get that when i was watching it and i was quite confused um and i was like I, it was only afterwards when i read about it that i was like able to sort of oh yeah oh right okay so it wasn't i i kind of agree kev that i didn't get that and i also but i think i think that's not down to um ambiguity or enigma i think it's just lack of clarity <laughs> by yeah the yeah, yeah well i always worry because i don't get after stuff i'm meant to but um maybe I, you know i'm still trying to watch triangle to be honest um <laughs> so yeah what else did i like before i let you guys go i watched a deleted scene or well, some deleted scenes on my blu-ray larry's probably seen this one um you know that the guy who finds all the cannabis? I think he's selling it. Um, mm. the, the, the weird kind of redneck is that is that you allowed to say redneck? I don't know. Um, okay. yeah. Mm. Now there is a scene. It's a different kill scene, I think, because he's smoking uh, a joint. Um, he makes one and he puts on. He finds that mask. Yeah. Do you know the do you know the actual hockey mask? Mm. So he's actually killed with that his head gets taken clean off with that mask on so there is a scene so yeah jason comes down the stairs of that he's in a barn or something isn't he and uh he's got the mask on this guy and he just chops his head clean off and it's quite good but that that the result of his head on the floor isn't that great doesn't mm. look amazing maybe that's why they dropped it but then he just takes the mask and swaps it over i think before he just found the other one on the shelf did he and Jason puts that hockey mask on. So there, there was that. And it was quite an interesting scene, actually. Um, and I honestly think, I think the end of that film is so tense, especially the scene where they, they're getting chased down a tunnel and they come up through the bus that's on mm. its side. And I loved all that. I think that was absolutely superb. Um, and that was actually quite scary. I thought, well, this is getting, that's getting there. You can feel how tense the film is, especially sat there in the dark on your own watching it. So it's great. I'm not going to rattle on too much because I want you guys, I want Jess to tell me what she thought of this. And I really like it because I've watched, I think I didn't say this, but this, I think it's the 12th installment of Friday the 13th. So you've got those, I've got the eight box set and then you've got, um, well, Jason goes to hell, which is not that good, I don't think. And, and Jason X, which is okay. Then you got that Freddy versus Jason one. Jason X, I don't mind. Do you actually like Jason Goes to Hell, Larry? No, I like uh, I like um, Freddy versus Jason though. 
Yeah. I think also I, I like think the writers one. the writers who wrote this Friday the thirteenth were also also wrote um Freddy vs. Jason as well. Did they? Oh, okay. I think so. Or at least one of them. <laughs> We've, can we do that soon, Freddy versus Jason? Oh, yeah, I, 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 I love it. I love that film. Yeah. I think it's actually quite written very, for a horror with two iconic characters. I think it's written quite well, that, that one. Um, I've got... Um, yeah, I've got a review where Stephen sent this in. Um, more like Friday the <laughs> Shiteen. Right? <laughs> <laughs> very good and one from Paul as well you'll like that what a part <laughs> of that that cool. you it's like a spinal tap review yeah. <laughs> so the, you see what I had to put up with on this podcast so I <laughs> um, so Jess what are you thinking uh, what, what did mean... you enjoy what, the kills did you enjoy did you watch this with young Shane did he watch no, it with I you? watched this by myself. On your on your own, okay. As soon as I woke Young up, Young Shane. That Young sounds Shane. like something out of an old western it? film. Yeah. Is that an old yeah. western? Is yeah, that Shane. from an old western? Yeah, yeah. Film? Shane <laughs> is an old western from the fifties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a better. It's a cowboy name, isn't it, Shane? Like Clint. Do you know what I mean? Where have I had? Where have I? Was it in Logan? Lo- it is in Logan. Logan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is dad where... called Clint? <laughs> No. Is that called Clint? Uh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> what, what a question. Uh, <laughs> young. Is he there, young Shane? No. Oh, right. <laughs> Sorry, just every time, just young Shane. <laughs> Come on, Jess. Right. I don't like gore, so. There wasn't that much that... gore, is it, in this, really? It's not like Terrifier. We've got Terrifier 2 I'm... to do soon. I spent a lot of time to be away from the screen. Oh, okay. Um, but you're on your own as well. Yeah. Yeah. I had to watch it at my desk as well, because when I looked it up, it said it was on Prime. But yeah. when I went on Prime, it wasn't on there. Oh, I have that but problem a lot. Usually oh, yeah, it's like, yeah. you didn't pay sometimes for it, did they you? get US and no. UK sometimes oh. mixed up as well. Oh. Internet, Internet Plus, you know. Yeah, <laughs> um, so, yeah. But I did like it. Uh, I felt like the beginning scene was quite quite um long so, is this the 20 minute thing yeah that was long yeah, wasn't it? when the um what's it called the title came up i was like really like because that felt like i was really far into the film and yeah it was like 20 odd minutes mm. in um it's it's young shane dan not small shane all right <laughs> just just for clarity <laughs> <laughs> anyways <laughs> Blimey! <laughs> Why's Jess got a pair of... What is on your cup? Look at a pair it's of ass. ass cheeks. Oh, okay. Oh, God, what a podcast tonight. You need to... You know. Where were we? Good film. Bloody Very damn. gory. Too gory for me. Okay. But you enjoy uh, it. Best kill. I quite, I did like it when he was coming up behind um, in the opening sequence and she was trying to free his leg from the trap and he just straight in the noggin. (laughs) That's a nice kill. That's pretty good. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, I did find it a bit weird that in that sequence um, with one of them, the first guy that he kills, he chops his ear off, like his ears, just on the ground with one of his headphones still in. I'm not I sure. That. <laughs> yeah. I don't but remember his... that either, but there'd be a reason for it. Yeah. Larry I didn't notice know. him chopping off anyone else's it's Aliens. <laughs> I did that in Predator, didn't he? No, one of them collected ears, didn't he? Was that Predator? Am I thinking of another film with someone collecting ears? <laughs> That's definitely a film I've seen with someone collecting ears and they had them all on a necklace. Anyway, you're getting it, Larry, aren't you? I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. Cause I, I, <laughs> I think that, there is a film, yeah, where that does happen, but I'm trying the to... Second part of the Caribbean brain. movie. It might have been. Dan, I think I was fingering. Dan, no. <laughs> All right. Ewan, let's move on to you. Okay. Um, right. So, so I, as I said, I, 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 re, I, I, I watched the previous Friday the 13th, and I have to say I, I, wasn't, I wasn't a big fan of them because it's that classic thing of um, sort of... I suppose cheapness and schlockiness mixed with not that much actually happening um in the sense that um so guy clearly like mentally disturbed just starts knifing everyone or at least from part two onwards um and it seems to me that what really annoyed me about the originals actually is that I just don't care about any of the characters like in, in, in any capacity. So watching them die, I'm just like, okay, he's knocked off. She's knocked off. Done. I was upset about Brie. Uh, <laughs> okay. But this is the thing, actually. So, I was really upset. I thought she was great. Probably the most so, likable character in it. Yeah. Other but this than is... uh, Keanu Reeves' character. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know what one I mean. Jared Padalecki. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, this is the interesting thing is that in this one, they did give, they, they did provide likable characters. Um, funnily enough, I, I think, I think, they? well, well, yeah. interesting you... but, uh, to me anyway, in that there were two, the, the, so this is funny. Um, Lawrence, you mentioned the actor's name, I think maybe last time, um, Jared Pat Padalecki, and you mentioned that he was on Supernatural. Yes. Um, I haven't seen Supernatural. Was he? Um, oh wow! Yeah, never seen Supernatural. Yeah, I haven't seen Supernatural, but what I know him best from is being Dean from Gilmore Girls. Um, so in my mind, he's still Dean, basically, <laughs> from Gilmore Girls. He's the sort taking of like, a trip. He's taking a trip. Yeah, yeah. He's the kind of like the sort of hunky, sensitive type who's quite tall and he'll protect you, sort of, sort of, sort of guy. Um, so I, I just, I, 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 that's probably half the reason why I liked this character. And I kind of, and you sort of see him, he's sort of motoring in into this light. He's trying to find his um, his sister who's gone missing for six weeks, who was taken by Jason. Um, and then he bumps into this um, group of um, uh, wannabe weed dealers who are trying to find great weed in these in these forests. You know, um, he bumps into them. It's funny how some of the characters are kind of like almost like impersonations of famous actors. So um, Trent, for example, is 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 like a very aggressive Tom Cruise in in some ways. He's sort of like. Um, He's the sort of asshole of the of the 
of the entire film and he gets into a sort of like he's a proper arsehole yeah so uh, i I mean almost almost sort of unbelievably so if you know what i mean he's just sort of like it's almost like script writers like just say something really arseholey here without without any motivation (laughs) so when he's trying to sort of like um uh isn't it jared padalecki's name's clay in in this film and he tries to like tell the store and a store owner oh can i put these missing posters up and then Trent behind me was like oh come on get out of the line it's just like really it's just sort of yeah um but but weirdly i kind i kind of like that because i think there's a quite again there's a sort of gilmore girls s tone to it in some ways in that it's like oh it's too too massive men fighting each other i don't know there's there's something there's something weirdly appealing about that um and following his story is actually more interesting than the rest of the film, like following his arc. And I think that that's this this film actually really benefits from that. Um, but when it cuts back to the um, wannabe weed dealers uh, trying to find the weed, sort of camping out, uh, there's a point where it's a really weird scene. Um, it, it, it's like it, it's copying from. Um, david lynch's blue velvet uh where it's like um one of the characters goes oh do you want a heineken no i don't want heineken i have a paps blue ribbon and i'm just like this is this is this is like really badly taken off from the blue velvet script and i know that's a really specific thing and obviously i know that because it's like a i'm a big david lynch fan but it's like i'm just like uh, and i I read a sort of a GQ article where, where it said this and, it's, and I think the article said it just shows the sort of laziness of the writing. I was like, yeah, that, it, it, exactly. It, it, it's a really sort of lazy point. Um, and then eventually you get to the killings. It amazes me that Trent, this is Trent's parents' house that is like the main sort of place of action and he's really worried about people ruining it because it's, it's like his parents' place and stuff like that. It amazes me how they can live so close to where Jason is set up and like Jason must have seen them in, in however long that they've been there. Yeah. But Jason's like, "Oh, I don't, I don't want to be a nosy neighbor. I'll just, I'll just stay. I'll just stay where I am. I'll stay in my <laughs> tunnel. <laughs> yeah, stay in my tunnel. Just like building traps and stuff. And I'll, I'll just stay here, you know, in my shrine and stuff like that." Um, <clears throat> There's a lot that doesn't make sense with all that. Yeah, who pays the um, electric bill? Yeah, um, lots. Yeah, and then you know it's classic stuff really so the teens like you know get drunk they get high they have sex with each other um it was it it was it's funny seeing like um michael bay's name attached to this film it's from his his company Company, june um, is it something june or something like that uh, it's something i think it begins with p i think it's like platinum platinum june maybe maybe i I don't know platinum yeah i don't know but um but yeah, he. It's it's funny seeing that his name there because you can kind of see. I uh, to be fair, I haven't seen a lot of Michael Bay movies, so maybe you can sort of pick me up on this, Lawrence. But from stuff that I've read about his work, is that he has a kind of um, a sort of terrible and pornographic sense of humor, um, and I felt and I felt this a lot with this film in particular. Now, in all fairness, it is a product of its time. I I, I don't expect a lot of these sort of um, male-made horror movies to be especially like feminist-driven or anything like that. And then, nor do, am I like spearheading that. But you've got so many scenes where it's just like, oh, just <laughs> like there's this one really annoying scene where they're camping out, and it's like the like 
um, it's a couple and a third wheel there, and um, the woman is behind her, and she just takes her top off and starts like like putting oil on her chest, and you're just like, what? What? I mean, and, and I think you've got something jazzy going on in music. And it's just like this is just this is just like the start of a porn movie, and I know, and I know that makes me sound really like conservative, but if you've seen porn movies, they pretty much start like that. <laughs> I'm sorry, it does. And then you've got the scene later when um, Trent is having sex with. Um, is it Brie you said? Um, yeah, it was good. Which again is sort of, I don't know. It's 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 it's, it's it just. I don't know. You, you, you're watching it, and you're sort of like the director is making me go, "Oh yes, this is this is great." And you and you just like I'm just like I don't know. I was like I can get this off, you know, <laughs> better places on the internet. Um, <laughs> I, I really like the sports element with the, the water skiing and things as well. I thought that was all all very it's, good. Yeah, but why did she take her top off? Why? Oh. <laughs> It doesn't make sense. And then, and then, like, like the worst, the worst shot of the film is when she, um, when Jason finds the the, the uh, them on the boat and the water skiing, whatever, and she, she topless, like, hides from her, like, under the sort of um, the pier or whatever. Oh, yeah, I know. And then, and then, um, Jason finds her, and she, and he sort of like sticks up. I don't know what, yeah, needle, and then pulls Machete, her up. Machete, yeah, and then yeah, pulls her up. Pulls her up, and it's such a sort of unnecessarily. Uh, just pulls her up, and it like reveals her tits coming out of the water. And I'm just like, yeah. this is so like horrible. It's not I was gonna like... say I quite liked that scene, but then I was paying more attention to her head and the blood. Right, yeah, but I was just, I don't know. It just, it just felt like really kind of like, oh, it, it, it's, it's that, it's, it, it, it's a weird thing with a lot of like. I don't know that sort of like kind of director, um, where it's like I don't know, it's kind of like like sex and death, <laughs> they're equivalent, and you're just like, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> not 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 really into that. It's unnecessary. Um, a lot of the nudity, um, I think but it's not. But it's not even the fact that it's there. I it's just I I just feel like it's not it's not serving any purpose other than. Look how sexy she is. There's and it's no, just like yeah. no it's cocks, not tasteful. So that is that right. the word? Like, yeah, and yeah, as yeah, and as you say, there were there were no penises, and right. it's a, it's that classic, that yeah. classic sort of like imbalanced um, sexism. Uh, I think idea. if they just balanced it out, put some cocks in it, we'd have been alright. <laughs> but like, maybe. But you can see, but you can see the camera just leering at the women, and the women have <laughs> yeah, no, know. Know. and they have, and they have no like character in in right. any like. I would say especially, I mean, they they come out of the car like they've just come out of a photo shoot, yeah. and they've just sort of, you know, like their hair, even though it's like really hot Southern American weather, you know, their hair's done perfectly, and they've got perfect makeup. And um, you know the only thing that's like true, true to that weather is that they've got like short shorts and and stuff like that, and they just <laughs> and, they just and they're just so sort of like the only character they display is when they're you know when a knife wielding maniac comes and tries to get them, but they have nothing other than that other than sort of like oh no yeah I, I am gonna um, um, go with Trent even though he has a girlfriend who apparently he's he's completely forgotten about like halfway through the film, and um, and it's just I. I don't know. It, it, it felt it, it. sort of felt a bit gross. Um, but they weren't on their phones all the time. No. Well, this is sort of pre-smartphones. Yeah, exactly. Now they um, now they'd be on their phones now all the time. It'd been a totally well, different film. They'd been posting well, everything. Well, according to sort of like, <laughs> well, this is, this is the interesting thing about like 
I mean, this is a bit off tangent, but movies made by people who aren't millennials or Gen Zers trying to sort of say, oh, yeah, look, social media is taking over all our social interaction, which, you know, as a broad statement, is kind of true. But that doesn't like negate <laughs> a lot of like millennial experiences. They do. They are in the moment a lot. But you see. But yeah, anyway, it, it's sort of. Um, yeah. So I just I, I was watching it. And the, the, the only redeeming feature of this film is is the arc with Clay. I, I kind of enjoyed it when his character was on on stage, um, and then you got <laughs> and then you got certain like weird things where you've got I mean the only black character in the film, um, his his like f- first lines are just to do with being black, and you're just like oh it's, I, again probably a product of the time, and I, I you know I I shouldn't I shouldn't look look too much on it, but it was a bit sort of like I don't know <laughs> it's just it was just a bit odd. Um, but yeah, following the progress of Clay, uh, I, I I was kind of rooting for him and the sort of conflict with Trent. I I, I kind of enjoyed in in, in some ways. Um, but at that, but it's still got that problem I have with Friday the Thirteenth. It's just it's just it's just watching people you don't like just getting getting killed. And I know that's probably why people flock to it. And it was just sort of uh, it's just like oh yeah, watch these horrible people get killed. I'm just like yeah, but I don't care anything about. So why would I, get, I? And I wasn't I wasn't really scared during this film, um, even during the tunnel sequence. I thought I thought I thought it was shot quite nicely. Um, it was it was you know some of the scenes were quite choreographed quite well, but I just I I don't know. I I feel like with Jason's story, there's no real. Um, I feel like there's no real character to Jason, personally. At least if you compare him to other sort of mass slashers like Michael Myers, for example. I think Michael Myers has a lot what? more. Kane Hodder would have done a better job, I think. Like, I Who, think even look Kane Hodder. He plays. Was he number f- five, six, seven, four, five, six? six. I think. Okay, he's he's a lot more menacing, and he he carries carries it well. Obviously. Jason becomes very large. Yeah, um, but I, but and, I, and I, I, yeah, I like but, it the way he moves and, and things. It wasn't quite like that in this. Um, yeah, he was running around a lot, to be honest. I think Jason. I don't not kind of seen him run before. Yeah, but I feel I feel like I feel like just Jason. I mean, again, I've only seen. Sorry, that's me. Sorry. <laughs> no, I was gonna say. I was like, I was like, someone's house is burning. <laughs> I don't think it's the fire alarm. I think it's I think it's something outside. So I don't think it's the fire alarm. I just think it's the front door. No. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, weirdly, I don't I don't have the same sort of attachment to Jason as I do because you know I, I watched the first three as I say, and I was like, this is just a you know disturbed guy just like slashing people in sort of interesting ways. But it's just like I don't know. I, I've got nothing like attached to you know. With Halloween, you've kind of got that starter off where you're just sort of. Um, uh, you know that great like introductory first shot of Halloween, where it's a point of view killing, and you I don't know you get some sort of attachment to the monster. Whereas with Jason, or at least the ones that I've seen, I I just don't have that attachment, and it just it's just oh. like a, a shade. It's, it's almost like I, I I mean they try and treat it like it's a sort of like he's like a folk tale, you know that Jason's like a folk tale, like he's in a forest and he'll get you sort of thing. But other than that, I, I just I I don't really have any kind of fear attached to him um in that way um and that's i think that's why a lot of the sort of like when they were sort of like trying to make me feel scared i just just wasn't really um uh also also another example of like 
um, we've talked about this before with like the Evil Dead remake, where it is just um, remaking a really low budgeted horror movie, but with a lot of money. It, it kind of, it, I, I don't know. It, for me, it kind of doesn't work because it's sort of. I just, I just feel like. I also feel like the cap. <laughs> this is basically me just sort of like <laughs> stripping down the entire the entire franchise. But it's like I feel like camp is is again not a very scary location for me personally. I, I feel like um, I feel like they're trying like, like previously they've they've tried to sort of like take off from like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's in the middle of nowhere, and you don't know what kind of characters you'll meet and and stuff like that. But with with a sort of a camp like setting, something's already set up there already. So clearly there's some civilization there. And it's funny how in like subsequent Friday the thirteenth movies, there's like other camps like around it. So so clearly clearly there is there are people there, yet they're trying to sort of make it out as if it's like in the you know arse end of, of nowhere and there's there's no one but hicks there and it's just like i don't know you're just like <laughs> I, I i i couldn't gain any sort of like geography or mythology or and i know and i know you're not meant to take these movies too seriously and i know the friday the 13th the original ones were just sort of low budget and i'm pro- i'm pretty sure they weren't meant to make as as much as they did and they just just flew off and it was great but it was <laughs> i don't know i i feel like I sort of in a, in a similar way to that I did with Evil Dead in that, you know, it's a good achievement for the money they made, but it's sort of... Um, yeah. But I kind of, of yeah. get the feeling you don't really like this film. I don't know if you're like, getting that feeling, Larry. I, you know? It's... Like, I, I will say I was never bored, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is, which is a good... Which is a good thing for this film but i did spend a lot of it just going oh uh, 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 oh <laughs> god <laughs> but yeah so uh, yeah <laughs> all right larry larry did you like this film no <laughs> no his head. um what? yeah no so i I'm can not, so i don't want to hear any negativity <laughs> <laughs> So I just want to hear. I've had enough well, of that from you. So let's have some. No, positive no. I will. Points, I'll, Larry. I will. I will actually. So I'll start actually with the uh, positives. Yeah. Is that it? <laughs> that was going to be my joke, but no. To be fair, like with the so with the with the older franchise to start with, um, I think that the first film uh, was kind of like a. Uh, want to say it right for bait and switch is that what it's called where it made you think one thing and then it was kind of a very nice little twist at the end of oh no oh, it's not jason yeah, yeah it's like yeah. it's not so jason it's like, it's like psycho you know like, yeah yeah and it and it and it did this thing where i think a lot of people who probably went to see it especially at the time when it was released probably the shock of it being at the end of like oh shit it's it's, it's his mum taking revenge mm-hmm. where you know they say throughout the whole film like oh jason died here and he drowned in the lake while people weren't and i like that but it's always baffled me since that first film why they've never done a film where they're actually in camp properly with the kids while it goes on and i just think that there is such an opportunity to do a a really scary and intense and very like you know tension all the way through of camp counselors which are characters that are written i don't know well um (laughs) and actually have stuff to do because the thing that gets me about this is that i am actually a huge fan of the 
Michael Bay produced Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the 2003 one, because I think it understood and went, okay, we're not going to just try and copy the original. Let's do this story and work upon what works in that film. Now, I'm not saying it's a perfect film. It, It really isn't. But it understood, okay, we need to do this element right. We need to do the horror right. We need to make, you know, the characters who are all around uh, creepy. And with this film, I feel as though one person watched the couple of Friday the 13th and went, I oh, got it. And they went, what is it about? What can we do? And they went, ah, oh, well, sex. <laughs> yeah. uh, sex. More sex. <laughs> Sorry, Dad just commented. <laughs> Maybe Larry and Ewan should take a sip from the ass cup. They need to loosen up. Jason Rules. Is that what taking from the sip from the ass cup does? Does it, does it, does it loosen you up? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> well, that's it. But, that, but go into this, like, go into that as well. It's not Jason that's the issue in this film. The way they did Jason in this film, I actually don't mind. Like, you know, they make him run. They make him like a lot faster. They make him like smart in that he set up traps where he can get from A to B. I don't think that's an issue. I do think that there there are issues with like how has he done this? And I would have liked something. Think you know, like I wouldn't have had if someone had just been like, "Oh, did you know there's an old mine and there's like tunnels?" Just anything rather than, "Oh, it's a tunnel that he's clearly just digged out for like." fucking four years yeah that, and, that, uh, and that trend transparence had no idea about i no, mean but this, that, that but this takes is, like heavy construction <laughs> this is, well, you mentioned you mentioned it earlier i so... think you're looking into this too much i, you know, I was trying to, <laughs> no, I was trying to get like... my head around some of the stuff he had actually excavated and wired up and all the stuff he was about to get and paying the bills and feeding that girl for six weeks <laughs> and all, all that i can you know. forgive that i can forgive that element because i can go like all right whatever maybe someone else make it up in your head like you it's think you had a friend there. i don't know probably <laughs> but what bad. gets what gets me is that somebody sat down and went with a on their computer with a pen and paper and went friday the 13th for this new reimagining let's not even be in the camp for half of it Let's go to Trent's house and watch Trent fuck someone <laughs> while his girlfriend bangs on the door and says, Trent, Trent, there's a killer on the loose. While Trent then just responds, go away. <laughs> like, yeah, and it's like, yeah, and yeah. it's just like, what is going on? Like these characters yeah, are just, there was, there was no good. There was, there was such a, like a potential conflict there, even though it's so cliched and whatever, they could have at least have like, I don't know, Trent being possessive of his girlfriend or whatever while he cheats yeah. on her. It's just like, and it's just like she knocks he doesn't even care he's still sleep. he's still sleeping with her and she and equally she doesn't care yeah, she can clearly hear it there. she and can she hear doesn't it care either. and it's just like what is the relationship of these characters but yeah yeah okay. and it's just it's just it, it, i completely agree like and 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 the thing is is that the as we just spoke about like the opening again everything with jason isn't the issue because i the shot that like jess mentioned where the guy has the the um, bear trap on his leg and he gets, you know, done in the head. And then sh- there's like an amazing shot, which I think is probably the one shot of the film where I'm like, that should have been your go-to, where she tries to crawl away and he just legs it at the screen and it like cuts right before. And it's like that, like, oh shit, this guy is just, if he, if he sees you, he's coming for you. And they 
they do this like odd thing where instead of just going, okay, let's work on some good characters in this camp before or after camp and let's have fun. They instead like do this weird thing where they're like, let's watch this guy go into a garage and look for something for about 15 fucking minutes of your time where you're just like, we know he's going <laughs> to die. Like, and that, and that's my biggest issue with it. And it's not, even trying what are you to looking for? be screwdriver or something. Yeah, it was something like that. And then he ends up like, you know, getting held up against the wall and then getting up, you know, punctured through his throat. And I'm there thinking, like, for for me personally, I it's a shame because I feel like what happened is there was a lot of miscommunication with this film in that they went, what does what you know, it's what happened with Nightmare on Elm Street, the remake, which is why that is equally shit. Because we'll they do that again soon. They 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 looked at the old films and they it's almost like somebody goes like, oh it's too campy it's 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 not gonna work and it's like okay well, what do we do well let's just pick the elements that work and similarly to Nightmare on Elm Street how they messed that remake up is because Robert Englund is like he he just invokes Freddy you know it's it's the stupid lines the quick rhymes the oh you know this is how you're going to die. Let me say a sentence that is really comedy-esque with that. And in the newer ones, they're like, now we'll strip him from all of that and we'll make him just this grisly guy. And it's like, well, great. And it's this film, what they've done is they've gone, what made Friday the 13th great? And it's like, okay, there are many things, but instead they just go like, oh, fucking, fucking and death. And it's like, And I swear, like, I I always get really agitated when people say about Friday the 13th, they go, but that's the point. Like, it's it's camp counsellors having sex. It's like, that's mentioned once in the first film because they weren't paying attention to Jason (laughs) while he drowned. And everyone just thinks, oh, in order to do a good Friday the 13th film, you have to have these characters be brain dead and end up just fucking and it's it's you know the opening scene alone they're walking through this forest and you're like okay these characters right let's see if we can get in like you know let's see what we can and it's just this guy basically going around oh you know i think he's from bloody a film called she's the man i think that's i think it's the actor and he's just there like going around doing this like over the top thing like going like i know it's around here my tracker (laughs) oh and you're just like i don't give a that's another like that's another thing actually that you know i i mentioned i mentioned before that um it, that a lot of the characters feel like they're impersonations of like famous actors um mm. there was that that, that they they bumped they the part of the team um i mean one of them looks like um matthew mcconaughey in days and confused that's sort of mm. like you know that sort of short blonde hair but then also there was that guy they meet or, or that um clay meets the guy that um, operates the wood chipper yeah. obviously no context around that at all it's just a guy in a barn with a wood chipper no idea why he's there whatever but he yeah. was he, he was very woody harrelson i thought yeah <laughs> just it's like <laughs> copying and pasted. I mean, I mean the best the best way to sum it up for me personally and it's this this to me was the one scene in this film where I was like, this sums up this whole film. There is a scene where a character is in Trent's house and is sat by himself and anybody who's ever written anything or even thought of a story in their head or even just likes films and books, whatever, you'd think, what can this character in this moment do? Maybe he can find something out. Maybe there's a cool action chase scene. Maybe we 
do the horror. Nah, oh, instead, he looks at a magazine that is about homeware and decides to <laughs> masturbate. And I, for one, just think... What hedonism, is the... Lawrence. It's the hedonism of the yeah. youth of today. It's, it's, it's just... It's just... A... <laughs> no, I need a homeware magazine. That's what I need if I want to. <laughs> like, need like, ass caps. No, it's just. It's just you, I, you I get feel... on that ass cap, boy. <laughs> I, I feel. <laughs> that, uh, that phrase could be clipped. <laughs> you need to get on that. Uh, uh, what I really hope for in the future is that that somebody can actually sit down look at the, the story because the originals as much as they are campy at, at least they kind of you know they're not might not be everyone's cup of tea uh, like i love the nightmare on elm streets but there's one or two that just doesn't the old ones that don't really do it for me like you know but i just wish that somebody would sit down and go instead of immediately going oh fuck these characters they're all brain dead idiots who just want to fuck and smoke weed and drink it's like you can have those elements but don't make them that don't make your characters that like don't make character one who gets killed in the beginning what's his motivation tits and ass. <laughs> yeah. like it's just like it's just i don't know and like you and said it that wouldn't even be an issue because the original has some of that in in the sense of you know people going oh we want to have sex but in this film it is literally it's like you could it's basically just porn at some points like there is literally a whole scene that goes on way too long of two people fucking in a tent that you could have <laughs> yeah, you yeah. could have you could have showed <laughs> two seconds of it just to kind of go oh what are these characters What's doing that, this and instead it's just, yeah, yeah but and, and and they miss out they miss out on a a huge opportunity um huge opportunities with some of the deaths the one death that i really like is when the guy falls off the jet ski and looks in the water and you just see the arrow go Dop! and then <laughs> and then it's just jason almost going like done let's go and it's i a like shame. how he it, picked he picked up skills of archery as well yeah 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 the time. <laughs> well he, he went to camp didn't he of course, <laughs> of course yeah <laughs> but no i don't know i just want somebody to write a good friday the 13th film where it centers on the actual camp you know, it can be before or after, but I just feel like having the same script just churned out where it's like, oh, look, Jason's this big old guy with a mask on. It's like, okay, you, that's like an, an, an element to it. What's the story? And I hate it how some people just miss the story. And they just, that's why I agree with you completely that the one element of this film that works so well is Jared Padalecki because you go oh he's looking for his missing sister and you actually care and he's the only character who doesn't turn around every five seconds and go like oh what a smoke and what a fuck <laughs> and it's just it, you know it's, it's a also, shame it's, it's also it's also you say about like um like wanting them to write something because it's they've um the Friday the 13th franchise has been in sort of like um yeah, like recent not, arrears because yeah. it's not because it's because there's not been another Friday the Thirteenth movie after this one um, because there's been a sort of a lawsuit, a long lawsuit between Victor Miller who wrote the originals and um, the company um, that Sean S. Cunningham has, who I think directed the first one or or at least produced the first one, um, and Sean S. Cunningham's company wants the rights to. Um, to Jason, um, but 
Victor Miller was like, well, this is the character that I wrote, and they were like, and they were like, yeah, yeah, but you, but you worked for us, so it's our, it's our character. And I was like, no, but I wrote it, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And and apparently, apparently, recently, Miller's won that, won that thing. So so clearly, I, I, I maybe something will be made, and, and maybe he, so. he'll he'll well, he'll rise up. I don't know. My, I think my my final thing on this, just 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 to just to clarify how much this script goes into this sort of stuff. There is a scene in this film where Jason goes into this like cabin and there's this like, you know, almost uh, you know, maybe like redneck woodland guy who's clearly like, you know, living by himself and he's he has this like shack. And he goes in and you see around the place, you see there's loads of objects and you know, machete and the 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 infamous mask and in my head when i first watched it, i thought great good scene where he's gonna kill this guy and maybe take it but before they even do that they just have to slip in another sex thing where the guy looks at a mannequin and is like oh hey baby yeah fucking basically i fucked you last night and it's like why it's just like why this not what i don't, I don't know. think we're ever going to understand american culture to be honest with you oh but no even it's worse than that annoying. but 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 even but even <laughs> but even worse than that is is beforehand when he has the porn mag and he and he's and he's like tonguing the wom- the, the woman yeah, in the yeah. mag and i'm just like oh oh you got to see the deleted scene then it gets worse <laughs> he's licking the magazine cover mate yeah, yeah it's, it's just in that cover i just feel like i feel as though whoever if they're going to do another one whoever's going to do it just and if it is by the original <sighs> guy you know matey who who you know created the character i i wouldn't you know it'd be cool to to see something with a good story <laughs> heard the lawsuit's done and gone let's make some jason. yeah dan's but heard the lawsuit is done and gone and let's make some jason movies was lots of ikea brochure brochures i love are IKEA they, are they brochures, sexy dan they are very very sexy and you know we like tables and chairs on the podcast so uh yeah it's it's very nice mate very nice so let's get down the boners then so i'm gonna give it seven larry I like this film. Don't, got, don't no, start with no me. Uh, do me I've last. No do problem. me last. This ticks all the boxes. Straight for <laughs> do, me. Jess, what are you giving yeah, it? Do me last because I'm going to have a think. Uh, I'm tempted to give it an eight, but I'm going seven. Five. Oh, okay. Bit of a disappointment, Jess, but there you go. Right, so, <laughs> you in? Um, so I would say it's a four from me, um, which I think is actually generous. Um, because I, because at the end of the day, uh, even though I didn't like a lot of it, I was still broadly entertained. And again, I was, I wasn't bored throughout it. I wasn't like looking at the time or whatever. So, um, on balance, I, I was tempted to give it, um, less. I probably would have given it less if it weren't for, um dean from gilmore girls um but um but yeah it'll be a four from me um i'm gonna have to say three the the, the reason why generally is because it's not jason and it's not what they did with jason because i think jason in this film is actually the highlight for me and i also think that jared padalecki and his storyline is is really good but i just think that you know, if I'm if I'm rating a film genuinely on if I'm enjoying it, I I found that with this film, sadly, it is just literally like 
it, you know, it's just porn. It's just porn <laughs> and weed jokes and characters who like just don't do what you'd ever do in those scenarios. And I just, I don't know. I feel as though there are other remakes and reimaginings. Like again, you mentioned you and earlier about Evil Dead remake, and I completely disagree because I like obviously because but just because I, love though, that I, film. I I think that what that film capitalizes on is something that evil dead was renowned for so i don't think it's like a perfect story but i think that what that film does very well as a reimagining takes the element of evil dead one and goes what made this really good all oh, the effects and the low budgetness and you know like this you know scary kind of tension driven scenes and i think that it amped that with new technology but also new practical effects whereas this film doesn't it just goes tits boobs we drink kill and make sure you show sad. tits and boobs while yeah. you're getting killed yeah. you know so sadly right. you might as well be really tits and blood <laughs> <laughs> tits and blood are jason's okay, story so it's not it's not love it's not love by everyone but yeah is it probably the worst film we've done recently then sounds like it um it's on par with the one i picked I think that one time. What, 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 <laughs> See, um, what has happened? Free. Jess Ooh. is now my favourite person in the world. Have I upset you now, Dan? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so like, Jess gets all the all the shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, did anyone watch Dan's hot pick? Because it confused the hell out of me. So, like, have you watched it, Larry? I I didn't have chance. Oh my um, god! I will right. do. Okay, no, well, it's a bit Ubo. late now. We're just about to do it. So, uh... <laughs> no, no spoilers. <laughs> well, well, we've got to. So, let's move on to Dan's hot pick. Did we all go the wrong way? No, well, you got I, there. I, saw I went the wrong way. I, just I went the wrong way. I just looked up and just saw an ass. I saw you. Oh, <laughs> I was like waiting for, for ages. listening and not watching, that's gonna be really out of control. So it's, it's a cup, a cup, a cup. <laughs> we swear, yes. Jess is so, smug. Dan's hot pick was a film called Southbound that I found free on YouTube, and it was really quite good. I can't remember what channel it was now. Um, but yeah, there's lots of films on there, and it was a it was, it was good. Um, it confused the shit out of me. So it was five interlocking tales of highway terror revolved round. I just say that word. Malevolent. 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 So that's a new one for me. Spirits at a truck stop, a mysterious traveller, a car accident, and a home invasion. Now, it's confused the shit out of me. I got no idea what was going on. There was a story that really kind of stood out. Um, about a, uh, it was like, I think there was three girls and they were in a band and obviously they break down and they need a lift. It's that old story, Larry. And they end up at some weirdo's house and they get fed some food and they start being sick, black stuff coming out of them. And then they turn into weirdos. Um, and it's that kind of story. There was a story at the beginning. There was these weird like ghostly figures after them. That was quite good. Um, and I haven't really got a clue what was going on most of the time. And I'm hoping Dan can... Yeah, so 
southbound or as we call it so many questions bound i haven't got a clue what was going on in this film just now playing the trailer um this looks familiar I don't, yeah um they, they, it started out and there's like some people that the old they, they drive away from this um like cafe or what do you call them in america it's like a diner, diner yeah. um they, they get out of this diner they drive away and then they appear back at the diner again it's that old trick do you know what i mean so they can't oh, get away did the same person who did VHS? I'm probably because I I don't know if I read it wrong. Did it say from the creator well, who brought yeah, it you? Said from the, ma- yeah, from the yeah, from the makers who brought you. So oh, okay, I, I like VHS. Would, to be fair, yeah, so. VHS films are great, and we should do them one day. Um, mm. But they did confuse me. I couldn't really follow what was going on, and it, I think each they interlock obviously, and and they lead one story to the other. But there was a lot of me on the phone, a lot of me getting distracted. Um, sadly, and that doesn't happen that often. So this is that story you can see on the screen now. What I'm saying about where they start eating this roast and they start being sick, and then the girls get weird. Yeah, Twilight Zone for the indie horror generation. Um, I don't know what what are your thoughts, Dan? Like, I don't know if you'd seen this before. Because obviously, this is your hot pick. Um, I, I don't know. So. So Dan's got on there. Great how they bound the stories together. Cool effects, but in the end, too much, too many unanswered stuff. And I totally agree there. And I think Dan, I'd have to... Has, have you... Just a question. Have you seen the VHS trilogy? And if so, is this a similar kind of, you know, story arc? Because, you know, it says that there's loads of interlocking stories and VHS is very much that, where it will show, like, almost short stories all put into one which then amount to like one bigger story but i don't i don't know like i think it's that kind of thing yeah well yeah because with vhs though i feel like that gets away with it a bit better because the way it's the way it's showcased is kind of like you could watch one little film and then it's like oh it cuts out and they have that interlocking story but i don't know with this one because it's i don't know it's free though it's free on YouTube, it's a really it's whoever makes this film's got their own YouTube channel, um, and there's a fair few films on there. So if you were to type that into YouTube, you'll get a really decent version of it. Um, I will watch it again one day. I'm sure I'd, I'd seen it before anyway. Um, that's, you know, that's the second time. I'm still not understanding what's going on. So um, I'll probably have to give it a six on this occasion, um, just because I, I ain't got a clue. There's a couple of stories in there that were really good. Others that didn't really make much sense. And the weird ghostly things as well, which were well done, but I don't know why they were there, really. Um, yeah, so Dan's put in there. It is similar to VHS. Okay, um, cool. But, I, you know, I wish you guys had watched it. But, uh, you know, I'll keep doing this Dan's hot pick. So he wants to watch next week A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. And I, I haven't heard of this. I don't know. Is it a foreign? Is it in foreign, Dan? Yeah, I, well, I, th- I, I, I've heard. I haven't seen it, but it's quite. A, it's it was quite famous. I think it came out in 2017 or something. I think it's in black and white. It's a vampire movie, and it's set oh, in okay. the Middle East. Yeah. Um, and I, th- I think it. I think it's sort of. I think it's by a, a female film filmmaker as well. Um, but I don't know a lot about it, but apparently it's it's quite good. Yeah, I just watched a vampire <laughs> film, but I'll speak about that in a bit. Okay. <clears throat> Shall we move on to what we watch this week? 
What have you been watching? No, seriously, what have you been watching? <clears throat> right, okay. Oh. Okay, I'll start with me. I watched Nosferatu the Vampire from 1979. Werner Herzog. And I, I love this film. Um, so, Count Dracula moves from Transylvania to Visma, spreading the Black Plague across the land. Only a woman pure of heart can bring an end to his reign of horror. Um, I really like this film. So I watched uh, the last drive-in version with Joe Bob. Um, so he explained everything that was going on to me. And there was literally, there was 11,000 rats in this film mm. that they could only get older white runs. So they decided to dye them all because they obviously, <laughs> they wanted them black. That sounds so like they died. dedication, <laughs> was a, dedication yeah, as well. Well, they, they had a kind of machine that dyed them all. And I don't think any dyed or anything. Like, um, there were, some of them were a bit brown, but kind of white. What they found is the rats started licking off all the dye so it didn't actually last that long um but i really like this film i'd, I'd watched the original i can on that last drive-in there was the original and then this was like part two and they played this and uh he was great there was some scenes like this scene here is about 10 minutes long that you can see on the screen there where he's feeding on her and it's it's just so well done and it doesn't feel like that scene's too long either. No. Um, I love that, and I would highly recommend it. Um, it's in foreign. Um, German. <laughs> so if you speak foreign, you'll you'll get it. But I had to have subtitles, obviously, so I don't speak foreign. But um, is German Austrian the same? Are they different languages? I don't know, but I but I know I know this one because it's Werner Herzog. So 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 we're it'd be in it'd be in German. But I, but um, I also I, I I agree with you. I I really like this mm. this version of of, of Nosferatu, and I especially like how Klaus Kinski. I mean, he's a great yeah. actor anyway. He's a very interesting actor. But I I love the fact that they cast him because like um, I, I think it's Max Schreck played the original Nosferatu, and he's yeah. about like you know eight foot tall. But with Klaus Kinski, he's quite a squat, small mm. actor. But I like that because I kind of like I don't know. There's a sort of did you see his shoes? Masculine, sorry. Did you see his shoes? I don't remember how well, big they were. They were big platform shoes he was wearing right. throughout. There's a couple of scenes where he, you could see him running about. And, it's uh, interesting. He's got, he's got his big platform shoes on. It's yeah. interesting. I, I I personally prefer the uh, like you know the the first yeah. black and white, but yeah. I think that this is a great like they're both solid films and they're both I would highly recommend. And I'm looking forward to Robert Eggers' new mm. one with Anya Taylor Joy. But what is it? Realize. Is that Nosferatu again? Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, director of Northman, The Lighthouse, um, The Witch is is doing obviously uh, like a, a remake of Nosferatu, and it's wow. It's got which, which, uh, I, which I'm curious. Yeah, which I'm which I'm curious about. I think we've talked about this before, but it's sort of mm. with with, um, with Nosferatu specifically. I mean, obviously Nosferatu is is taken off Dracula, but Nosferatu is a specifically. I don't know. There's something uniquely German about. Nosferatu, and so obviously the first one was done by F. W. Murtenau, who was who was who was German, and uh, the remake was done by Werner Herzog, who's obviously German. And it's good, quite interesting to see Robert Eggers' viewpoint because I mean Robert Eggers obviously isn't German, but 
there's that he has a very gothic sensibility well, and I, he's I, also yeah. historic he's also actually know from like a lot of his other productions whether you know not de obviously depending on if you like his films or not but he's very historically accurate to mm. whatever he's making so i'm interested to see this film because i think it's gonna look amazing i also just popped it popped into my head did anyone watch the old spongebob episode when oh, yeah, yeah. Too, wasn't it? Yeah. Which I totally didn't no? get at the time. Where, where he flicks, where he flicks the lights. Yeah, yeah. It's like for R2. R2. And he just has a little smile. smile. <laughs> <laughs> it's a kind, kind of this, oh, they're carrying on yeah. the vampire thing then from the Northman. So that's all. Well, there were no vampires on. really in the Northman. Well, there must have been. No, it's all witch. Been. It was all witchcraft. Oh, well, I forget what it's called. It's called something. You know um, what? Was, sorry, this might go back to like the WhatsApp chat that we had a few weeks. Yeah, ago. I know did. I was, you know, I was joking. I'm confused. <laughs> I, I see. This is. I got so confused because you two were right. We so in our WhatsApp <laughs> chat, there were questions being asked and answers being given. Where I was like, the fuck is going on here? I was like, oh, what, I have was I confused. watched the wrong film? I was, right. I, okay, I was joking because Alexander Skarsgård, one of his best known roles is in True Blood, where in which he plays a vampire. Cool and he now would be... Uh, I, I get why Eric you said Northman. it now. Eric, okay, Eric Northman. So but then I he's was... in a film called The Northman. Yeah, but yeah, he's not, no, he's, he's, he's he's not a like... vampire though. Well, there's, no, there's no vampires in the Northmen. It's all like witchcraft so and why, the gods. Why is and... Eric Northman in the Northman? If it's not, he's not. <laughs> I don't think it's Eric. Northman. It's not attached. It, this isn't like a True Blood spin-off movie. <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking <laughs> it was. Well, I, I looked at it. Go, oh, the Northman. There's Eric Northman, and I'm going, oh right, it's a spin-off. Amazing. He's actually no, it's not, none of that light no, it's bollocks. Not, it's not, it's this not is an actual proper film. Although I would yeah. love to see a True Blood spin-off director. Yeah. No, right, this, the, the Northman is based on uh, old folklore. Again, th this is like what um, Robert Eggers loves doing. is like bread and butter, I guess, is that he takes like an old folklore and then he expands upon yeah. it. And From like Norse mythology, yeah. Yeah. I think the only thing that was historically inaccurate in that film, which he said, is the hair. Because he said that hairstyles of real life vikings back in those days isn't exactly appealing to the screen mm. because they're all like bowl cuts rather than really <laughs> long hair and i was like yeah no fair fair yeah. <laughs> i'll accept well, that i've just got to disappear for two secs you got you guys carry on i've got one more to do after this but i'll only be a minute all right is that all right yeah, someone, yeah. At, someone at my door all right no two worries secs. you carry on Bye. well what I've been up to, guys, has been so interesting. <laughs> uh, I've been playing on Xbox Jurassic World Evolution 2. Okay. And I would... It, 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 the campaign was shit, but then when you get to like go into the sandbox mode and just make your own park, I've literally, like, it's been addicting. Like, it, it scared me sometimes. You know, I'll lay there and put a pillow on the top and the bottom and make a little depression sandwich because at the uh, at the end of it, I'm just like, I've been on this game for five hours and, I <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be like, I have not done anything else with my time. <laughs> but no, it's great. And what game? Uh, uh, Jurassic World Evolution 2. It's on Game Pass for free. I've got that. Yeah, I've, I've started I've, it. Yeah. <laughs> have you done the campaign yet? 
No, the, the problem I've got, I've got it. And then I, I got given some money last week because it was football and stuff. Anyway, end of season. So mm. I bought Evil Dead. So I've been playing that. And I'll talk uh, about that in a bit. So it kind of took over, if you know what well, I mean. And I, you'll love it. Yeah, no, I, I, I have, I do. I, it's one of those ones where I've, I, I've been debating it because I saw your message where you said you've got it and that it's good. And I've seen like reviews saying that it's, it's, it's essentially fun. like, yeah, like it's, it has elements of like Dead by Daylight and stuff like that in the Friday the Thirteenth game. But um, yeah, no, I, I think you, uh, you should give a go the Jurassic World yeah, Evolution. The yeah. campaign is so short, but it's almost just a tutorial. And then just go into sandbox mode and make your own park. Maybe just I'll show get... you guys my park one day. You Whoa. should, yeah. <laughs> but I started also playing Resident Evil 2, 3, and 7, all had kind of upgrades on the X. Yeah, on the X. A- X-, so X Series S. So like they do I've been playing, them. yeah, because I finished 2 recently. So like, I'm on 3 at the moment. That does look really very nice. I think four is in the works now, isn't it? To be I hope so because I own all these games, so like I own them all except the village, I think. So I'm hoping they all get upgraded at some point. So I won't start four until they upgrade. But three upgrades, you can't argue with that. That's, that's Aren't nice. they? Um, they're upgrading as well. Resident Evil Four, yeah, the yeah, one where yeah. the the what? Yeah, that looks. I'm excited to give that a go because that was always one of the Resident Evils that I had as a kid that used to scare well, the shit the, out of me. Yeah, I think that's the only one I really played quite quite yeah. a lot when I was that young. Yeah, Still played the terrifying. first. Played the first on PlayStation One and the second one, but they were like that was. I'm talking like ages ago where it was like the yeah. first ones. But yeah, it's, I think four was the one that played on the PlayStation Two quite a lot, and it just used to always shit me up. It was it was one of those games where I was just like, I'm not sure if I can play more of this because I'm, I'm yeah. just too anxious. I'm just yeah. too, it's just too much. You play it for like 10 minutes and then quickly turn off your PlayStation like, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, no. And then obviously I mentioned literally, I haven't really watched anything other than Stranger Things. That's that's it. Basically, um, yeah, I was speaking to dad about it. And um, it just like kind of was like kind of smack in the face because I was like, oh, you, talk, you know, just talking casually. It's like, what's Stranger Things? And I was just like, ah, oh. no, no. I was just like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and I know my, my dad loves sci-fi, you know, drama. And mm. we watched the first season and I was very much like, you know, this is it could be a hit or miss. He could turn around and be like, it's not my thing. But, you know, after the first season, he um, he literally was like, this is my favorite character. This is my favorite yeah, character. It, this and I was yeah. sat there like I was sat there like, oh boy, we got a lot. And yeah. so we've just been we've just been binge watching it. We literally have one more episode, which I believe we are watching tonight. Amazing. Have you then, started Channel Zero yet? No, literally, it's oh, just been stra- it's just been Stranger Things. I think you'll get on that and you'll like weeks. it. Yeah, no, really definitely. Like well, I've got I've got a list of stuff. It was just one of those things where while we were talking about it. Yeah. And it was like I haven't seen it. It was like we we just got to smash this out. So it's literally been like four episodes a night. So usually, and it's just like boom, boom, season one done. Next three days, season two done. So now is, we're all caught up. Is the newest Spider Man on Disney yet? No, it's Doctor Strange is on there. A lot soon, of them are. Do- Doctor Strange comes on there on the 22nd of June, but Spider-Man's an odd one because Spider-Man is obviously partially owned by Sony. So Sony, who own the rights to Spider-Man, usually say to Disney, like, no. 
but, but I think that'll just released yeah, all the Spider-Mans ho- by the originals around Yeah, there. and and ho- and Homecoming as well mm. is yeah. on there. So I'm hoping that with that they'll just allow then two and three just to go up because then it, you can just watch every Marvel film because at the moment it's every Marvel film bar Spider-Man, which is a okay. shame. Okay, um, you in? Yeah. So. Um... Uh, as I sort of alluded to at the top of this podcast, which one didn't you like? Yeah, um, it was uh, Elvis, oh, okay. uh, the new uh, biopic by uh, Baz Luhrmann. Now, I, I've I've sort of I've sort of enjoyed Baz Luhrmann films in the past. That I mean, they're very over the top and very kind of very party atmosphere kind of director. Um, he did Romeo plus Juliet with Leo DiCaprio and. Um, the Great Gatsby remake, and he also did Moulin Rouge. So he's, in many ways, he's the ideal director to do this. But much like um, other sort of, uh, I, this might be sort of reduced being a bit reductive, but like a lot of um, male directors I've I've seen recently, or at least fairly in the last few years. So I'm thinking specifically, sorry, Lawrence, thinking specifically of Christopher Lo- um, Christopher Nolan's Tenet and um, oh Wes Anderson's God. The French Dispatch, <laughs> where these directors um, who obviously love high budgets and everything are just given too much creative control. <laughs> They're given too mm. much free reign um, in order to, to try and capture their their vision, let's say. And it's the same case with Elvis in that. Um, and obviously, <laughs> this is not, probably not an ideal film when you're in the initial stages of heat exhaustion because there are so many sort of like roller coaster visuals where the camera is just spinning everywhere and it's just going from one place to the other. Um, so it basically captures Elvis's early years um, as, a, as a boy growing up in a largely black neighborhood in the in south of america in, in southern america um and how he sort of combined um black music styles together in order to create his own sound and stuff like that um and then obviously his road to fame which was largely facilitated by um colonel tom parker who was his manager played by tom hanks in the film um weirdly tom parker um i heard uh, tom hanks being interviewed about him and Tom Hanks had all these because notoriously, apparently, Colonel Parker was like a really um, despised individual because um, a lot of people blame Elvis's death on him and, and stuff like that. And Tom Hanks in this interview was like, yeah, but apparently there are lots of things which were really good about him. And, and he was a very good businessman and stuff like that. And he's the voiceover of this film. And I just found him interminable in in the sense that I thought he had he had very few redeeming features other than being very good at the whole sort of capitalistic game. He was very good at getting money for Elvis, and I I just don't think that's a redeeming enough feature to make him a sort of morally interesting as a character. Um, saying that the first half of the movie was pretty interesting, you get to see what Elvis is, uh, how Elvis got to where he was but then the next half was just so tedious and i just couldn't it was really difficult to watch because it was just indulging in elvis's fame and i think again this was a problem with um the bradley cooper star is born movie and maybe the other star is born movies i haven't seen them but when once you go past the point of ultimate fame 
you, you just don't have anywhere to go in the story because it's just it's just not as interesting anymore. And once you've done that, it's just like I'm just watching Elvis go from concert to concert at, with really sort of nauseating visuals just going everywhere. And there was a point where I just kept on thinking it was going to end and it just didn't. And there was this point where I was like, okay, the screen's gone black. Oh, finally, it's ended. And then the text comes up saying, one year later. <laughs> and oh. I'm just like, oh, God. And, you know, this movie is two hours and 40 minutes. And oh. it's like, <laughs> there is no justification. Listen, I, I, I've I liked a, a fair few um, long movies in the past. And, I, and I, I've often said that there must be some justification often for um, movies to be that long because they, they have to, you know, negotiate these with producers who, you know, because it's, a, it's, a, um, it's often um, um, uh, detrimental sometimes to like sales and stuff. But I was just watching this, like there's no justification for this film to be a two, a two hours 40 other than being the director's own colorful indulgence of of the this person he loves so much so at the end i was i was honestly feeling very woozy um, because i and i was just sort of getting i was sort of like walking out of um the cinema just almost unconscious just trying to find my way home and then, again this was heat exhaustion and i just didn't know what i was doing at the time and i i tell you what i blame i half blame my heat exhaustion on elvis I'm going to say that now because it was just it just made things ten times worse than they needed to be. <laughs> so we got we probably only got about five minutes left, really. Um, uh, so how much more have you got, you in? And um, how much do you want to talk about? I could probably do one more. I do yeah. one let's more? stretch. Let's just stretch the two hours. Stretch let's do it. Out, <laughs> okay. Stretch it out. Also, tenant wasn't shit. I didn't say it was shit. <laughs> I, I, I have to say, oh god, no. Well, we'll be here for a long time. If that... It confused me. So, like, I don't. Things going backwards. Is... Things going forwards. It there is some great scenes in Tenet, but I don't understand what the hell's going on. So, I don't I... know how you can, how you can enjoy films really. That you don't really know uh, what's going on. Yeah, it, it it is confusing. Definitely, you don't even understand, Larry. Really. Oh yeah, no, I love it. Nah. Do, you, I love, do I've, you understand I've, what's going on though? I've spent, I think, nearly two hours and a half explaining. I think once on a FaceTime to Ewan, where at the end of it, I think Ewan's face said it all, where it was like, "Just let's, ju let's just, <laughs> <laughs> let's just leave this." <laughs> but I mean, my uh, uh, this, this print, like, I'll just say, I'll just say this about Tenant, and then I'll move on to to Pistol. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. but but my problem with Tenant is not that it's confusing, but because. The character isn't that interesting yeah. as a character. So uh, I, I, like... I can agree with that in in some ways. In, like you know, I, I do agree that it's not, it's not, uh, it's the same issue like what we were talking about earlier with Friday the Thirteenth. In that, it's a character who is very much just there to be like, oh, it's like James Bond vessel, and it's yeah. like, yeah, okay, that's great. But I equally agree that like, no, I <laughs> would prefer. Tenant gave me a head. <laughs> Oh my god. That's Rio. Oh that's my Rio god. Yes. Oh my god. What a legend. She's right. <laughs> oh. That's comment of the week. That is. That is to be fair, that was perfect timing. Oh it's, my up god. it's up there with that one. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> that was so good. She's very right. Um, um lies. Lies. <laughs> 
Anyway, okay, to me conclude. Like as well, I, got, I didn't know what was oh, going that was on. so good. That was so timed perfectly. Sorry, that <laughs> just caught me off guard. Just amazing. Just amazing. Well done, Leo. Oh, um, yeah, a little so just, just, yeah, so just, <laughs> just one more thing. Uh, Pistol. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, is... I, my favourite album in the world is, never mind the bollocks. And deservedly so. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, I, I, I loved this series. Incidentally, um, Craig Pierce, who wrote this series, also co-wrote Elvis. Um, and it was quite interesting seeing some of the, there are a lot of sort of structural similarities with the scripts. Um, in that like Elvis was also a kind of rebellious rocker um, trying to sort of make his name and being like ter like turned away a lot whereas with Pistol it's like that like times a hundred because these are the sex pistols and they're just I, I just love because also following uh, what I would say a very lengthy jubilee just weeks of jubilee celebrations a lot of people overseas might not know this but a, a lot of us don't like them or a lot of us don't care about the queen or, or anything like that i'm speaking specifically to, to american listeners who think that we all love the queen and we all think she's great i don't i i really i i i don't care that she's there she's just there and i just hate being bombarded with weeks of just celebrations of, of, of just across the street especially when i'm in london you just get noise of planes flying over and just like you know spelling out 70 the ridiculous sort of like in like <laughs> opulence and wealth and like you know oh, it really annoys me anyway this came as such a sort of balm to all of this because this is just to me this is more of what britain is or this my, my idea of britain just sort of like and it's very sort of so it's like it's directed by danny boyle who did obviously did train spotting and 20 days later and you know various other things and he re and he's a really great um he, he sort of marries up music and film so beautifully and you sort of you basically see the origins of the sex pistols um from the perspective of the lead guitarist um steve jones love and steve lot, jones maybe. yeah <laughs> and um it's a six-part series and i really enjoyed it every episode i mean I, I really i really like almost like romanticize that time in some ways even though it was a really hard time and a horrible time for a lot of people just like um just that attitude of just like saying piss off to authority and just like wearing these like amazing cost like well i say costumes just like uniforms of punk and just like um uh and you mainly yeah you mainly follow steve jones as he starts the band and um he meets malcolm mclaren who's played by tom Sprody sangster um uh and he's he's and Thomas Brosnan plays those like a sort of absurd theatrical um posh English bloke um and he's just and he's brilliant and then they go to like Vivian Westwood's shop uh sex in London and it's just um and they sort of meet together and they gather together and it's just all these people who are just sick of like authority figures like um regimenting their lives and stuff and obviously we don't I, I don't think we really have that anymore in the, in this country but it's sort of um or at least not in its in in that um, scale of popularity, but I just I just love the fact that they got the, all the original songs. I mean, uh, uh, quite famously behind the scenes, um, Johnny Rotten tried to stop the songs being used. Uh, Johnny Rotten's the lead singer, or well, was the lead singer, um, because they didn't um, consult him on any of the story and stuff. Apparently, the other bandmates were, and I think he was sort of like annoyed at the fact that he wasn't consulted. But he lost, and thank God he lost because I think the songs just make it so much better and just like. Um, you get to see them just like I mean, my favourite scene is like putting all this jubilee stuff into perspective when they release um, the, 
their God Save the Queen, um, they they reenact what they actually did was that they got a boat on the I think it was during the Silver Jubilee. They got a boat and they took it out to the outside the Houses of Parliament and just blasted out their version of God Save the Queen. <laughs> and it was just it's just and they recreated it so well and it was just it's so sort of um, liberating. And is I, Glenn, I, yeah. Ma- Glenn Matlock is he in it quite a bit or not? Yeah, yeah, he's he's in it a fair amount. It's it's quite funny, really, because they'd always take the piss out of him because he's the only one of their lot who went to grammar school. Even he's, though he's he's about as working class as all of them, he, they yeah. thought they take the piss out of him for being a posh bloke. <laughs> but it's um, but also amazingly, um, I didn't realize, and maybe I need to do my research more. But a lot of them, except for Steve Jones, a lot of them like came off came from quite caring families, like you know, yeah. quite sort of like um. Um, in the rough, so to speak, but but still, like, and I, and wonder if that's like part of the reason why they felt they had the confidence to like, you know, say fuck you to authority. And there's there's also that just great they recreate the famous Grundy interview where they just like yeah. on on telly for the first time and they're interviewed by this drunken interviewer yeah. and they and I think they like say like shit and fuck for the first time on like live TV. And I, I advise anyone to just go onto YouTube and watch that. Because it's like it's like everywhere, and it's like it's the funniest, just a group interview. That's like dirty ever. rotter, you dirty yeah. rotter, <laughs> you dirty, <laughs> you dirty bastard. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> but no, I had I had so much joy with um with that, and Danny Boyle, he sort of again crafts his direction like almost like trying to create something that no one else has done and to do that in tv is especially difficult and he, he does it in all in like a four by three frame um and he's like shoots it in a really uh, different way and the colors are also really vivid and it's um edited really beautifully and reminded me a lot of train spotting actually um but yeah so i advise everyone to watch that I will, I will do it'll be worth getting disney it's on disney isn't it yeah disney plus jess did i speak to you no <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> I the only thing I've really watched and I watched this earlier was the last episode of Miss Marvel, episode two. Miss Marvel. Miss um, Marvel. Oh, I'll get good. confused. As always. It's good. <laughs> it's good, is it? But, yeah, it's um, I think there was like a weird little musical kind of bit to it, which I thought was a bit out of place. Um, but I like what they're doing with the characters. Um, it's okay. a little bit predictable, but I haven't I haven't seen episode two yet. It's, I it's quite good. enjoyed it. It's hmm. still good, yeah. Okay, that's yeah, cool. that's it, really. All right, I, I I might save mine for next week. So I've been watching House. I watched Housebound, um, but I'll do that next week. There was another Joe Bob last drive-in job. Um, so we're back next week. Dan's hot pick: A girl walks home alone at night. So episode eighty-five next week. I think we're doing Nightmare on Elm Street. Is everyone happy with that? The original. Yeah. Yes. Are, are we happy to do that? Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, do so the original. All of them. Yes. Let's yes. do all eight. All eight. Yeah, I've got them. I don't, um, I don't know what to do after that. Obviously, we're going for these bigger, well-named films because that seems to be doing quite well on YouTube at the moment. Last week's has done okay. I think that Evil Dead episode's now got 5,000 downloads, I think. So that that's a lot for us, really. So I'm, I'm pleased that's taken off. So let's stay on the uh, kind of more popular films at the moment um yeah and, so, have, and, and have been looking at different locations that are like haunted and yes. stuff for something that we've been discussing that we possibly are going to do so i've been looking yeah. into that a lot so stay oh, tuned so for that. 
that will go out on the, the channel, I would have thought. Some spooky stuff. I'm up for that. I can't wait. So, uh, especially near where, well, Salisbury. Sal is Salisbury? That, that's quite a spooky place, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, Salisbury is always kind of Salisbury. Spooky. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got a place near us called Salisbury, I think. Salisbury, I think. Salisbury, there you go. Yeah. That's what confuses me. Salisbury and Salisbury. Mm. But we are playing a football match near Stonehenge. Oh, nice. A couple of weeks' time. So, yeah, up that way. A good goalpost, those rocks. Wow. <laughs> that would be perfect. I don't know. Well, can you actually get near the rocks these days? You can get anywhere well, near them. You can if it's like summer solstice and winter solstice, but there's a. Not for uh, a football game. You can't <laughs> no, not for a football any, game. No. no load of nine year olds there to play football. No, no probably not. Right. <laughs> So, yeah, so uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's the Bones Horror Pod. Um, email us at the Bones Horror Pod at gmail.com and Facebook can fucking do one. And uh, <laughs> whereas we're Instagram, Bones Horror Pod. So that's really looked after and pushed hard at the moment. Yep. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, we'll be back next week with uh, episode 85. A nightmare on Am Street. Thank you very much for watching. See you next week. Ta-ra.